Right, so yeah, uh, it's been a while since I've done one of these. The last time I did one, I was uh, bemoaning the state of music writing and moreover my place within it, feeling quite confused about what my role within it, if there was one at all, actually was. I wasn't in a great place really. I, I needed to go away and I needed to sort my head out. And then you may have noticed over the last two weeks, I've just been dropping loads of interview episodes of the podcast. Uh, I did one a day, basically, just to say, hey, here, the podcast is back. Because I did sort my head out. I, I, I went away and I thought, you know what? I really want to have my voice still within music. Music is, music is, you know, you know, you know. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. Music still is the thing. Music is still the thing. Music is the thing. Everything. Music is still the thing. Everything to me. So, I'm not doing any interview episodes, but just for a little bit, because now I've got to 200 episodes of the podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed those episodes. There's been some really good people I spoke to, Biss and Ash, and I did a two-part with my friends, the Future Heads, but also there's some new stuff on there as well. Uh, I spoke to No Tricks, who's a... I mean, listen to that episode. It is pretty out there uh, some other people I can't remember off the top of my head I did a bunch of people who'd written really good music books I think it was a good collection of um, a good collection of episodes with people I really wanted to get onto the feed got some really good feedback about it definitely people have been listening the downloads are really impressive thank you for that uh, you know do give me a rating and review that always helps me grow the podcast and that's what I'm really committed to right now I'm really committed to growing this podcast to what I think it can be. Uh, I've been working on the YouTube channel, the Spook YouTube channel. Um, you can find that if you just go and you look for Spook. Uh, on there, I, I put loads of videos from this podcast. There's, other, there's loads of stuff on there. Don't scroll too far back because then you start seeing bands I was in and things like that. But there's a, there's a lot of the video for, for the episodes. I think I started recording the video sporadically you know some people don't want to be recorded and maybe speaking to someone when they're on tour and they haven't done their lippy but uh, I think I started recording fairly regularly probably around about episode 70 so there's, there's quite a lot on there uh, I got up at 9 o'clock this morning to interview Rick Witter from Shed 7 so actually I got up waiting for that I got up about half 6 so I'm a bit uh, I'm a bit frazzled so forgive me if I'm repeating myself there is a point that I'm trying to make oh yeah so the podcast, when it comes back in the interview form, which it won't be long, but Biss, my favourite band, Biss, uh, a few favourite bands, but they're in the conversation. They, they've done me a new theme for the podcast, so it's going to sound quite different to maybe what you've heard before. So I'm just waiting for them to, to polish that, and then now I'm at episode 200, we'll get cracking with a, with a, with a brave new sound. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's some good people that are going to be I've spoke to already for the podcast. I spoke to OMD the other day. They at the time of talking, they have a, a number two album, and given number one is Taylor Swift. Uh, basically, that's number one. So yeah, like this podcast is back. Yeah, it's, it's back, and and also my work within music has been has been going has been going much better. I've done some writing for Record Collector recently, Record Collector magazine. I'm a big fan of what Paul Lester, uh, who used to, we used to share, sort of share an office. He used to work on Cut magazine and I used to work at the NME. I mean, you know, 
there were different officers, but there weren't any walls. There was no walls to divide us. Trump would have hated it. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing some stuff for Record Collector. I have been doing some bios. I interviewed Gun the other day. You you remember Gun, Glasgow band, rock band, very raunchy. Word up, you know that was good. Uh, what else have I done recently? I've been writing about wrestling. That's got nothing to do with music. But I've been doing more music stuff, and and I'm feeling good about it because you know if you listen to the last episode of McMahon's Musings, actually there's a. When you go back and you listen to the the two or three before that, you can you can tell that I'm getting really frustrated with it all. Um, I I know I I I am frustrated with it, but that doesn't mean now that I don't want to be part of it because I think that I think that I think that music. God, how do I say this without sounding like a complete bell end? I think music needs a variety of voices within it and there are things I want to say about music that I don't think that I've said yet. That said, this isn't really uh, McMahon's Musings, still hate the name, still waiting for someone to suggest something better. Uh, this isn't really a McMahon's Musings where I have an awful lot that I want to say right now. Uh, I imagine this will be the last McMahon's Musings until the, until the interview episodes kick back in. but. Um, oh, and did I tell you that I'm going to be launching a Patreon? I, the, there's some content that I kind of want to put out into the world. I want to create like a little club. I want to create a little club where you give me money and then I give you amazing content. Because there's some other things that I would like to start putting out into the world. And I think that, you know, look, these are, these are tough times. I have to earn a living and no one's got any money. But I think that if I can promise to give you amazing content and you give me money, I think that's fair, you know? That's fair. I mean, you know, we'll see anyway. But I'll be launching that with the... Uh, I'll be launching that with the, the 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 start of the interview episodes again. So just just bear with me, and I'll tell you all the details. But no, I just wanted to do one of these because I just wanted to. I, I, I thought that it might be a bit weird that you just you thought the podcast was done and then loads of episodes turned up in your feed. I thought I should probably explain what that was all about. Look, you know about my OCD. I've been dead honest about it. Uh, it's a challenge. But what are you going to do? Hey, eh? what are you going to do? You're just going to just got to crack on, haven't you? And, but, you know, my mental health wasn't so great a couple of months ago, and I did need a break, so thank you for thank you for sticking around while I, while I sorted that out. But I did do an interview the other day. I went on GB News to talk about the new Beatles song, uh, Now and Then. That's a tune, isn't it? So, yeah, I, I as I normally do when I go on the telly or I go on the radio, I recorded what I had to say, and I am going to include this in a minute when I stop talking. I just thought you might be interested in it. Um... If you haven't done already, go back and check out the glut of new episodes that have arrived recently. Uh, and I will speak to you with the all singing, all dancing, don't know our podcast dancers, but James McMahon music podcast really soon. So stick around for that. But yeah, here's me on the telly. Well, thanks to the help of AI, the Fab Four have been reunited for the final time as the Beatles' last single is released. Yeah, I'm massively excited about this because Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr recorded the track after Yoko Ono called Macca and told him she found a demo of Lennon performing the new single Now and Then. So with us now is James McMahon, music journalist. <laughs> yeah, Jimbo, how you doing, mate? It's been ages. Je
How you doing, mate? Listen, I'm really, really excited about this. Um, the technology around it, um, extracting John's voice from that demo, the free as a bird demo, using the software from the Peter Jackson movie. This is a huge, huge event, and that's because it probably will be the last ever Beatles track, won't it? Yeah, I really think this will be it. I mean, I, I, I feel like this new technology means that Classic artists will continue to exist long after they have uh, disbanded or they've left this mortal coil. In this case, the Beatles have disbanded and two of them have left this mortal coil. But I think with the Beatles, there's been so much, there's been so much romance about this release. It doesn't feel like a cash grab. It feels like something momentous. And I think this will be it. I think there's been a lot of love and a lot of care that's gone into making this feel very special. And, of course, those vocals extracted, fresh tracks laid down by Macca on the bass and Ringo on the drums, and I believe some guitars that George Harrison laid down before he departed. Mixed together, we have something fresh. A big question for you, James. Do we know if there's going to be a video for this? Because the Free as a Bird video, I think, is just majestic, and the way they spliced in archive footage and put it all together. Can we expect to see AI even used in that? Any leaks on that front? Because, as you can tell, I'm quite excited. <laughs> yeah, no, well, like I say, um, riffing on what I just said about the care and the attention that's gone into the release, it feels like the gang everyone in the gang that can be here is are all here uh sean lennon you know john's youngest son has got uh, a part to play in the video wetter peter jackson's lent all of his uh technical know-how there's footage in there of pete best as some of the earliest beatles footage anyone's ever seen you know it's um everyone everyone who can be part of this everyone yeah. you know down to down to Giles Martin, uh, obviously his, his father, who produced the majority of the Beatles' music, can't be here. But yeah, even Giles Martin's involved, so it just it does really feel like a celebration of, and I don't think this is a controversial thing to say, the greatest band of all time. James, just one one question, not to put a downer on things. I know Martin and yourself are excited about this this new record, but there are some people in the industry who aren't who aren't so pleased about the use of artificial intelligence in music. There are some uh, problems, aren't there, down the road, perhaps? I mean, there certainly is. There, there are, you know, I, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a punk rock fan, so I do value authenticity and things that are rough and ready. That's kind of the music that matters the most to me. But, you know, at the same time, I, I, I do worry about that, kind of spirit of music making being lost with the introduction of this new technology. But I think in this instance, mm. I mean, that's one for down the line, but in this instance, I think it's been done in the best possible way, just because you've got, just because you've got Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr as kind of um, custodians of the material. Oh. You know, they've taken um, Martin said before about some guitar from, uh, from George, but because they originally intended to record this song for the anthology project in 1995, it, I, I, it's not exploiting these musicians, which is my worry about AI. It's, I feel like Paul and George have really, you know, they know this is, you know, they know this is the proper goodbye. And I think that while ever you've got real musicians using AI, using this technology, we're, we're going to be okay. It's when the musicians aren't involved, that's when, I worry that it'll be more than just a tool.
And James, it's got to be said, um, technology aside, it's a cracking riff, isn't it? The piano riff from Lennon, his vocal melody, that, that, that kind of middle eight. It actually is a blooming good song as well, and it lands today at two o'clock. I think that's, I think crucially, that's what's important. I think that, I mean, you mentioned Free as a Bird before, but I remember being a, a Beatles-obsessed teenager and thinking, ah, oh, you know, this is the Beatles, but it's not the Beatles, where I feel like this has got a, a poignancy. I, I feel like this is a really good song. And there's also just all the romance of, of um, John writing the song in the Dakota in 1977. Like, I, th I think this is good. I think this is good. I, yeah. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Beatles, I think they're going places. Yeah, James McMahon, it's always a pleasure, mate. Long time no see. I'm massively excited about this. I think Beatles fans out, out there are too. Um, I think it's going to be a massive bestseller. I just can't wait. An hour's time. It itching to yeah, hear I it. Am. 